To think for yourself and question authority is not only your your uh, pleasure to think for yourself; it's your duty. You got to think for yourself in the information age. You want to reclaim your mind and get it out of the hands of the cultural engineers who want to turn you into a half-baked moron consuming all this trash. Teaching people how to use their head. The point is that in order to use your head, you have to go out of your mind, your mind, your mind, your mind. Oh yes, my friend, it's time to free your mind. What are you talking about, Jonesy? I just want to be entertained. Well, if you want to be entertained, this isn't the podcast for you. I am here to inspire you to burst through cultural illusions and to think for yourself. Now, how's that? You want a little bit of that? Now, Jonesy, how do I think for myself? Well, don't worry. We'll get to it. Meanwhile, the importance of thinking for yourself. Don't you think it's important to not be a sheep and think what everybody else thinks? In today's episode, I'm going to share with you an ideology that nobody seems to question these days. Just to give you an example how mainstream thought is stupid and that you should not listen to anybody but yourself and that you shouldn't listen to all the bullshit that's dropped onto you from institutions and media that's in the pockets of rich, wealthy corporations. You get me? <laughs> Jonesy, what are you talking about? What is it? As I've said before, this podcast is a way for me to express myself as a comedian, certain ideas that I can't really bring to the stage. In this episode, I want to talk about why going to Mars is a stupid idea. <laughs> A whole episode on Mars being stupid? Yes, exactly. A whole episode on Mars being dumb and a waste of time and resources. But the point isn't Mars. The point is you need to zag when everybody else is zigging. You got it? Okay, let's talk about the crux of this whole episode today, which is what I wanted to get into, which is there's been a movement in our culture whereby we're all sort of being sold the idea that going to Mars is a good idea, something we should shoot for. Yeah, we should go to Mars. Mars is the thing. Uh, I think a lot of people are taking this information without scrutinizing it and just saying like, oh, agreeing. Oh, yeah, Mars is great. Mars is a good plan. Why do you think that is? Well, because there's a lot of blogs about it these days and YouTube videos and NASA's all about it and the government is. And that Elon Musk guy, he's got to be, he's got to be smart. I mean, he put a super powerful battery in a car. And so, I mean... He must know what he's talking about. Well, you have to actually dig around to find articles and media that tells you going to Mars is a stupid idea. And why is that? I don't know. But it's the reality. And so I want to talk about that today. Because I don't want you to... This is what I'm talking about by cultural illusions. You know, do not buy into the media. Question authority. Question the media. Question advertising. Question, question everything. Does Really, does Mars seem like a good idea to you? Like in your gut. I think if you ask your gut, oh, no, that's probably stupid. Stupid idea. We, the money it would take to make that an inhabitable place, we could actually make a paradise on Earth. You know, a place that already has water? Let's, uh, let's keep it clean and stay here. How about fucking that? Um, but people don't question these things. They just take it like, oh, yeah, okay, let's, everyone's saying going to Mars is cool. So... Oh, man, what's that quote that I love? Public opinion should be rejected on principle. And that's how I live my fucking life. And you should too. What does that mean? That means what everybody's saying, question it. 
Look into sources. Where do they come from? You know, where is this information coming from? When you dig around a little bit, first of all, you'll notice that people aren't passing on the proper information half the time. Secondly, some of this information is questionable from the source, from the get-go. Thirdly, it makes you think for yourself, which is something we should all be doing anyways. Mainstream media, though, isn't about the truth. They're not, they're not interested in the truth. They're interested in clicks. And you know what story doesn't sell? You know what story doesn't get clicks? Mars is a bad idea. That doesn't get clicks. What get clicks is, hey, man, we just discovered that you could probably put an in-ground pool on Mars. All right. We're, we're, I mean, we don't know if that's entirely true, but we're, gonna, we're thinking about it. So let's, uh, let's put it out there into the media. Mars is a terrible fucking place. Uh, radiation exposure, number one. Okay. Both cosmic and solar radiation. This is an issue. And, you know, Earth has its own atmosphere, and uh, it's a strong magnetosphere, and it deflects most of the radiation. Mars does not. The Mars atmosphere is 1% of the thickness of Earth's. 1%. That means very little. That means this atmosphere, not only is it not deflecting solar and cosmic radiation, but it's also not keeping out celestial objects like rocks, meteors, asteroids. Some of these things, you know, most of these things get burned up in the Earth's atmosphere on their way in. And then when they finally hit, they're like the size of a golf ball or a tennis ball. You find them all over the ice at the poles. They're finding all these rocks that have landed. They come in. Yeah, they come in. But they've been ruined by our atmosphere, broken apart. And that is a safety net for us. Mars doesn't have that. So you know what that... So you're in the middle of a hoops game, right? You're about to shoot a three. Oh, and you get hit with an asteroid and you're dead and your team loses. That happens on Mars. The rocks just come right through. Nothing stops them. So no atmosphere. And guess what, assholes? Walmart doesn't sell Earth atmosphere. It just doesn't. Where do you... You can't make it, okay? It can't be generated. So, and if it could, I mean, imagine the cost. Ridiculous. You could fix this atmosphere, make it twice as strong for the price of making an atmosphere that doesn't exist on Mars exist, okay? What are the effects of radiation? Uh, Well, I mean, we know, right? Brain damage, um, Alzheimer's breaks down, uh, radiation breaks down your DNA, uh, your molecules, it damages and kills cells, causes deformities. Some long-term effects include cataracts, increased chance of cancer, sterility, sterility. I mean, we we all know these things. We all know the, we all know the, you know, cancer, right? Is that, I mean, that's enough, right? Cancer. Genetic mutation can be fun. I agree. I mean, I would like to have three penises. That sounds like a good time at the whorehouse for me, but let's be real. Uh, do I want to go on Mars and live there for, you know, 14 months to, to get some sort of strange deformity that probably won't even be extra penises, which would be nice. If, instead, it would probably be like a, like a third ear, which is fucking creepy. Let's face it. It's creepy. And that's not going to get me a date. All right? I'm going to be shunned on these dating apps. You know? They're going to be like, I'm gonna, hey, I'm 5'7", got a third ear. I don't know if that's a deal breaker, but uh, give me a chance. I'm a good listener. Better, definitely a better listener than your ex-boyfriend. Number two is the incoming objects like space garbage, meteors, dead strippers. No, I'm just kidding. Dead strippers probably aren't landing on Mars. Um, but there's no atmosphere to protect your shit. You know what I'm saying? So uh, daily objects landing in your backyard and on your house are probably a way of life over there. So that's just another thing you've got to think about when you're building a home. You know, we complain, we complain about a little bit of hail. You know, imagine 
fucking boulders the size of an Ikea futon, you know, landing on your dog while you're walking it. That's fucked up. All right. The effects of microgravity. We have adapted we have adapted on Earth to this particular gravity. It's a specific gravity. Our muscles and bones have formed to this gravity. You know, they form with that gravitational pressure. They form perfectly. They're meant for this gravity and this gravity only. Even our organs. Our organs work with this gravity. The heart works against this gravity. The heart is accustomed to beating a certain pace, a certain pressure for this gravity. The circulatory system has evolved to fit this gravity. Okay. We've evolved to live with this gravity. This is something that we never think about. You don't think about this shit. No, of course not. You don't think about how your blood flows according to this gravity. And if you take, take away some of it or add some of it, what's that going to do to the system? What's that going to do to the performance? You know, we don't know. In, in prolonged space, astronauts have experienced a condition called getting soft. It's real. It's real. The muscles become flabby. The bones become weaker. There's a loss of minerals, okay, in the bones. Bone degeneration occurs. A loss of calcium occurs. A form of uh, what's called, it's a term, space osteoporosis. It's a real thing. And calcium, that's a loss of calcium. Calcium is 99% of our bones. And you're going to go to an environment where just the loss of calcium is a everyday thing. And what happens when the loss of calcium? It exits right and enters our bloodstream okay and uh, that's those that's huge problems calcium in your bloodstream like that the weightlessness okay now body fluids migrate up and is this is why astronauts look plump in the face in a weightless environment after some time yeah i've noticed that when they when they're on you're just like oh these guys are all fat no 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 they're they're it shit goes up in weightless so the fluids are up here a lot of them should be down here or more evenly dispersed okay What's the prolonged effect of that? I don't fucking know. You fat face? How long can you live with fat face? I feel like you pass out after a while. Now, astronauts also, this is interesting. They don't know when their bladder's full until the last minute, until the bladder's at its limit because liquid doesn't settle like it does on Earth. The liquid in our bladder settles down. Well, in space, it doesn't settle like that. So astronauts don't know they have to pee until the very last minute. I'd imagine they're pissing themselves all the time. Do you want to live in an environment where you're going to be pissing yourself? Huh? Do you want to live in that kind of environment? Without gravity, there's something called space vision. More blood pressure in the head rises, damages nerves in the back of the eyes. Oh, shit, space vision. That's awful. Shit. You can't play softball with space vision. Can't see that shit. How are you going to hit it? Mars is only 38% of the Earth's gravity, by the way. And uh, we cannot authentically replicate this Mars atmosphere to test what the hell is going to happen Resistance suits don't even cut it. Okay, so we have no idea. Some summary is you arrive at Mars with impaired vision, bone loss, osteoporosis, and possibly brain damage. And you've just arrived. Yay, now build humanity. Build a community. Yeah, with your fucked up brain damage. Now begin to build humanity. Welcome, brain damage. Now start humanity. <laughs> Real fucking fun. Oh, and here's a kicker. There's no medical facilities. No. Nope. You're going to have like meager medical supplies that you can take with you. So it's basically uh, some band-aids and a fanny pack. Yeah. No MRIs. No, no x-ray machines. Oh, and also no machines that test for cancer. Those machines that look for your body for cancer in an environment where cancer is everywhere. That's fucking helpful. <laughs> so, I mean, if you got lumps in your tits and your balls, I mean, you can find that by feeling around. But anywhere else, you know, cancer, you're just not going to know. You just assume that you have it everywhere. Also, the Martian dust is a problem. It's some kind of silica that embeds in your lungs. Your body can't remove it. You have difficulty breathing. Cancer risk, you know, 
lung failure, a thing. Basically, you can't inhale it, and it's everywhere. So that's a fucking problem. And it gets all over the, all the electronic equipment and ruins shit. It, like, it sticks to solar panels, and then you can't use those forever. Uh, it's so fucking annoying. Dust storms are a problem. This shit's everywhere, man. The dust storms are, are so huge that they can actually block out the sun for like a long time. And which, again, if you're running on solar power, that's going to be a fucking problem. Scientists have no known solution for the problem of Martian dust. And they admit it. I guess just never open doors, maybe. <laughs> Number six. Martian time is an issue. It's 40 minutes longer than an Earth day. Now, that seems harmless, but there's issues here. I'm going to read some nerd shit. I'm going to get all nerdy on your ass, okay? The Martian day is 24.65 hours. That's the Martian solar day night cycle, which is outside the range of entrainment of the human circadian pacemaker under lighting intensities to which astronauts are typically exposed. Fucking wrap your head around that. Failure to entrain the circadian timekeeping system to the desired rest activity cycle disturbs your sleep and impairs cognitive function. So in other words, that's what's happening. Uh, Furthermore, differences between the intrinsic circadian period and the Earth's 24-hour light-dark cycle underlie human circadian rhythm sleep disorders, such as advanced sleep phase disorder and non-24-hour sleep-wake disorders. Great. So now you're tired as shit all the time and you're fucking frustrated because you can't sleep correctly because your circadian rhythms are all fucked up great see that's another thing circadian rhythms we have that were developed in this environment now we're going to a place where it's a little off it's a little off and how's that going to affect well we just don't know but it seems like it's going to be shitty you think you're fucking moody now we'll add add you know never getting fucking REM sleep to that okay Earth soil contributes to our well-being, and there is no Earth soil on Mars, and the cost of bringing Earth soil up there is tremendous, okay? Our Earth soil is an ecosystem of its own. It's teeming with microbiota, life, bacteria, worms, insects, protozoa, if I may be so fancy. This is something humans have not tried to live without yet. Our bodies have evolved with these microorganisms in our digestive system. What happens to us if we don't have healthy gut flora? What happens if we don't ingest plants that have evolved within this soil, the nutrients within the soil? We don't know. $10,000 per one pound average to send shit into orbit. So we're going to bring soil up there at $10,000 a pound? That's fucking crazy. Number eight, there's going to be cramped quarters on Mars if we make this happen. And you might be stuck in a confined small space with people that smell like shit and that are assholes and that you don't quite like. They, aim, they may even be Russian. Oh, my God. And so what's that going to do? There's a term called space madness. I would think that that would lead to space madness. You know, you think you got a shitty roommate for a weekend. I mean, imagine this shit. I mean, this is crazy. The psychological health on Mars could be brutal. Long-term isolation, long-term seclusion, stress. We evolved in a vibrant world. When you leave that vibrant world, your brain starts creating stimuli, okay? Stimuli that your mind has come to expect, And that can create this space madness. That can create who knows what kind of sociopath that might create. Um, We don't have enough research on the impact of this on the mind. What could that be? What sounds like insanity to me. That's what it sounds like. It's like when Jack Nicholson in The Shining goes and is isolated in this hotel, okay, in, in the winter. 
and we see what happens to him. Okay, imagine like everybody on Mars having that same fucking experience. It'd just be everybody chopping down doors with their axe to kill their lover. And, you know, so much for the population. Number nine, shitting and pissing on Mars is a nightmare. Do I need to even go into that? <laughs> shitting and pissing at your place of employment can be a nightmare. And that's stressful enough. Never mind on Mars. Are you kidding me? And then lastly, we have no Wi-Fi, no entertainment, no live jazz. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Karaoke every night? Is that what we're going to do? Shitty karaoke with some Russian, you know, scientist? That could get old real quick. You can't play Jenga. The gravity's all fucked up. Okay? So what are we going to do? What are we going to do up there? Okay? All of these things lead to this argument that Mars is not the place to go. And if you need more convincing, I'm going to put in a quote from Neil deGrasse Tyson. You know who Neil deGrasse Tyson is. He's the coolest, smartest man in the world. And this is what he says about colonizing Mars. Whatever it takes to terraform Mars and ship a billion people there, it's got to be easier to deflect the asteroid. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it takes to terraform Mars to turn it into Earth. If you had the power of geoengineering to do that, then you have the power of geoengineering to turn Earth back into Earth. But there I'm occasionally there. are things that we miss, right? Because of the way that... So so you, so you say, okay, whatever it takes to geoengineer Mars and ship a billion people there, it's got to be easier to create a perfect viral serum that makes us immune to all possible disease. It's got to be easier. So in light of that, I'm also going to put a link to an article from last month that NASA unveiled a plan to uh, give Mars an Earth-like atmosphere. And we just heard from Neil what a bad idea that is, what, how costly that is, how stupid that is. This is why I do these things. I, I want all of you to recognize that this is an issue. I want all of you to recognize that you don't buy into what everybody says about what humanity should be doing. Even scientists, don't trust all of them, okay? They have, scientists have agendas too, okay? You know, they want funding. So, of course, they're going to say, yes, it's possible to uh, colonize Mars. Can I get uh, $5 billion, please, to fuck around with some equipment and try and make that happen? Yeah, that's what they do, okay? So don't buy into what anybody says about this shit. Find out research for yourself. That's what I did. I researched the shit, okay? I came up with my own conclusion. That's what you should do about every story that you read in the media. If it interests you, go read about it. Go research about it. Look at the sources, Come to your own conclusion. Don't buy what they're saying. And only then will you be on your way to freeing your mind, thinking for yourself, breaking through cultural illusions, being an independent individual, empowering yourself. And more importantly, you won't be tricked into getting on that rocket to Mars because you know it's not going to work out good in the end. (laughs) You're wondering, Jonesy, what can I do instead of going to Mars? Well, you can do everything in your power, in your orbit, using your own little network that you have, the community that you're in locally, to make the world a better place right now, where you are living, where you are, right on Earth. Do what you can to make it more inhabitable here. If it's donating to a local shelter, if it's feeding somebody who's hungry, if it's comforting somebody who's suffering that you know in your immediate orbit, little things like this go a long way into making Earth 
a great place to be and not looking to escape. You know, if this place wasn't so fucked up, we wouldn't feel like we had to escape. Well, you know what you do? Start making it not so fucked up. It starts with you. If you enjoyed this episode of Free Your Effin' Mind, please subscribe, give it a rating, tell a friend that they could benefit from listening to such drivel. (laughs) Not always drivel. Some of the things are gold, baby, gold. Also, follow Jonesy, that's me. Follow me on Instagram, at funnyjones. Or check out my website, jonesy.com, for shows in your area. Also, if you feel like you'd like to support the show in some way, you can join the Patreon, patreon.com slash funnyjones. Thanks for giving me your time. I hope I've inspired you to free your effing mind today. Go do it. <laughs> <laughs>